Hello and welcome to this episode of the ESG Fitness Podcast. I hope that everyone's ready for a little bit of tough love today. And you can't hate me for this. Well, I guess you can hate me for this. But it's actually tough love to myself. Like I wrote this as a bit of a pep talk, but it helped me. And this kind of messaging helps me. And it's probably what motivates me most. So I hope that it's helpful to some people. And you know, if it's not helpful, then... um, I'm sorry about that, but I have decided to show myself a little bit more, and I also realise not everyone's going to like that, so um, that's also fine. Anyway, fact. Average efforts will get you average results, and this is a question I like to ask myself to kind of call myself out. Are you actually putting in enough effort to get the outcome that you're expecting? And then the follow-up to that is kind of my favourite thing of like, don't expect or don't get upset about the results that you didn't get from the work that you didn't do. And this quote from Shane Parrish, which I love, exceptional outcomes are almost always achieved by people with higher than average standards, right? So what are the standards that you hold of yourself? Now, if you've just signed up to Commit to Six, we will have set you Minimum non-negotiables. I see these as the standards that you hold of yourself. So like a minimum non-negotiable might be for me to get 8,000 steps. In fact, realistically, it's 10,000. But that's the standard that I hold of myself. Now, good example of this, last week we had some horrendous storm here. So I just ended up like walking around the flat a little bit to get my steps in and like made sure that I did it anyway, even though it was like... I mean, I guess I could have gone outside, but it was pretty horrible. But that's a hard standard that I hold of myself. Now, normally I'm way above that. This is the point of like minimum standards, minimum non-negotiables, but you won't let yourself drop below that. And back to that quote, because I freaking love it. Exceptional outcomes are almost always achieved by people who have higher than average standards, right? So what's the standard you hold of yourself? And like steps is a crude, obvious one, probably doesn't make all that much difference. But if you think about how that translates to the rest of your life, what standards do you hold of yourself? What expectations do you have of yourself and do you show up to them? Because inspiration and motivation and the excitement of something new will get you started, but it's routine and discipline and the standards that you hold that will keep you going and that will get you long-term results. And most people rely solely on inspiration, motivation, and excitement. And that's why so many people start like a six week plan or a diet or a change. And then they revert back to their old behaviors because they're just relying on that initial buzz. And as soon as it gets hard, or as soon as it's not exciting anymore, because, you know, after a few weeks, it's probably not that exciting to go and get your steps in, especially when it's raining outside or it's dark or whatever. Are you going to hold yourself to that standard or are you just going to revert back? And I think this is one of the key big changes you need to make if you want to make long-term change that's going to stick around is I'm going to set myself these standards for life and I'm going to hold myself to them because that's what I expect of myself. And then that has to match up to the outcome that you want, right? Because if you've got pretty average standards, you can expect pretty average outcomes. I'm going to come on to why you probably don't want that. But if you have high standards and you hold yourself to those high standards, then you can expect pretty exceptional outcomes. 
And then I kind of think like another thing that motivates me and things are hard. Like I don't, I don't disagree that fat loss is hard or that building a business is hard or that learning a new language is hard. Like so many things are hard. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It means that most people won't do them. And that's how you stand out by doing things that others won't. And trust me, because I'm about to come onto this, and I went and looked up some stats on like average people, you want to stand out. You don't want an average life. You don't want a mediocre life. Or if you do, then like, why are you here? You probably shouldn't be on commit to six, or you probably shouldn't be with coaching. Like people I want to coach want more than average. Like they refuse to accept. I actually was thinking about this today. It's kind of like they refuse to accept that they can't have it all. Like, you can have a great work life. You can be in great shape. You can have a great family life. Is it harder? Yeah. Is it worth it? 100% yeah. Is there any other way that you'd want to live your life? I freaking doubt it. Like, I certainly wouldn't. And you can have it all, but it does take more effort, right? And it does take holding yourself to these higher standards. So if you don't want average results, and by the way, most diets fail, then you will have to do more than the average person. And I don't have time for average. Like, I am not here for average. Now, that may also mean that on the flip side, that, like, if you want to fit in and be completely normal, then you'll have to behave like the normal person, right? And you'll have to accept average results. There's a quote, and I can't remember it, but it's something like, normal is the rewording of the word average or something. God, that was a great quote. Ooh, really wish I could say it again. Do you know what? I'm going to find it. Um, please accept this short break because I can't be bothered to pause the podcast while I find this quote. Where would I have written it? Ah, uh, oh yeah, here we go. Normal is the wrong name often used for average. I mean, to be fair, that's not a hell of a lot better. But anyway, kind of proves my point. If you want more than average, then you will have to stand out by definition. Like, because you can't behave like the normal person who will get an average outcome. You will probably get comments from people who don't understand or can't relate, right? That might be in the form of dieting, of like, oh, why are you bringing in a healthy lunch? Shouldn't you just eat these chips and macaroni cheese that we get at the hospital canteen? It's like, yeah, if you want to be like the average person, which I'm assuming, you don't. Because the average person in the UK is overweight and unhealthy. So maybe you probably do want to stand out slightly in that situation. Or it might be, and I just got off a, a call with an AFM coach about this actually, like people will comment if you're like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to quit my job and start a business because that's what I really love doing. People are like, oh God, what a huge risk. They don't think about the huge risk. To me, a way bigger risk of Spending your life doing a job that you don't love when there's something else that you're really passionate about that you've always wanted to do that you could absolutely do if you just took the risk. Like, to me, the bigger risk is not living your life. Like, not living your life the way that you want to live it and then getting to the end of your life and regretting it. Like, whenever they look at the research around, like, the biggest regret of the dying, it's like, I didn't take more risks or I didn't go on holiday. No one's like, oh, I really wish I'd stayed in that really boring job that I didn't really like, but was kind of okay. Like you'll regret not trying things and you only get one life. However, you will get comments from people being like, oh my God, can't believe you're doing that. Or have you seen what so-and-so's doing? Or how crazy that they've done that, even though they had this nice nine to five comfy life. 
because you think there's more out there. And it is, it's really freaking hard to change from seven out of 10, from quite good. Like if you hated your job, you'd be like, oh, this is a no brainer. But when you're like, it's all right, but I know there's better. That's hard. It is hard to change from that point. But given that you only get one life, you should probably still do it. Anyway, most people, either consciously or subconsciously, will want you to play it safe and remain kind of average because they're also average, right? It's comfortable for them. Then they don't have to question their own choices and if they could be doing more or should be doing more or if they're going to regret things. And then when you look at the stats of what average actually is, I just looked up a few of these. So the average person in the UK now is overweight and unhealthy. The average person in the UK is also unsatisfied at work and probably in an unhappy relationship given that most marriages end in divorce. The ONS stats, what's that again? Official national statistics or something like that also shows that most people in the UK are not satisfied with their lives, right? This has done like a, a happiness score and it like ranks countries as like the happiest or least happy. Anyway, UK doesn't do particularly well. So if you're looking on average, like you're overweight, you're unhealthy, you're working a job that you don't like, the average salary in the UK is 33 grand a year. Again, not, and, and with all of this stuff, I'm not turning up my nose to any of it, right? Some people look at my life and be like, that's awful. Absolutely fine. Like, I have zero judgment, live and let live. But if you don't want that, if you're hearing those things, you're like, I don't want to be unhealthy. I don't want to have an average salary. I don't want to have a job I don't love. I don't want to be in a relationship I'm not happy with. Like, if you're going to, you don't want to settle for that. Settle for the person that you're going to spend, the, like, literally most of your time with. Hell no. And I don't want to be, like, unsatisfied with my life. Okay, well, if those are all things that you don't want, you will, as a byproduct of that, have to not act like the normal person. Like if that's the norm, that's the response of behaving quote unquote normally or on average, then if you don't want those outcomes, you're going to have to behave in a different way. And you have to embrace that if you don't want to be average, then you have to do what the majority of people won't do or aren't doing. Because those stats are not particularly appealing to me. And I think reminding yourself of this, or I know for me, reminding myself of this when things are hard or when things don't go exactly as I planned and uh, mistakes happen or there's pressures of like, for me, it's like pressures of running a business. It's like, well, yeah, do you know what? You didn't want average. You didn't want to work a job. So you have to take this. Like if you don't want to be the average person, you have to also take the outcome of that, right? And if you want exceptional results, the, the truth is you're going to have to put in more effort. You can't expect exceptional results without exceptional effort, right? You can't expect very good results without a very good amount of effort. So if you don't want to accept average, then embrace that you will have to do more than average to get results and sometimes that will be hard. Most diets fail because people give up on their diets, not because diets don't work, right? And for sure, there are some diets that are ridiculous. But the point is you are to totally capable of losing fat in a sensible way. You just need to refuse to give up when things aren't going perfectly or when it's not exactly as you thought it would or when it's a bit hard because that's when most people would give up. And if you don't want the results that most people get, you can't behave like most people do. 
you need to commit to getting up more times than other people will, right? When things don't work, you're not going to give up. You're going to try again. You're going to look for solutions and not excuses. And it actually doesn't take a lot to be better than average, which is good news because it means you can stand out quite quickly, like in different contexts where you would want to stand out. Like I work with a lot of coaches who are trying to build their personal training businesses, some of which are are in person. It's so easy to stand out in a commercial gym because the vast majority of PTs when you walk into Pure Gym are either on their phone or in the staff room. They're not there happy, smiley, asking if you need any help, giving you free content, giving you tips, like trying to interact with you. Sometimes it's literally as simple as being like friendly and approachable. The busiest PTs are not, like especially in person, are not the best PTs. They're the most friendly and they're the most approachable. They're the ones that are full. They're the ones that are booked, not the ones that are like sitting on their phone. And you will stand out a mile just by doing those two things. Be friendly, be approachable, speak to people, open conversation. It does not take a lot to stand out. By the way, if you're a personal trainer listening and you want to build your business, head over to afmentals.com, book in a call with me. I would be happy to have a chat and see if I can help you help more people. And if you're of the same vibe of just like, do you know what? Fuck average. And I'm not, I'm really not one to swear. Don't really love a swear. But I can't think of a better way to phrase that. Like, I won't accept mediocre. I want the best out of life. Then you are in the right place. Um, I don't, I'm going to create something. I don't know what yet. Wait for this space. I'm probably going to purposely launch it in December because I want people who are like, I don't want to put my life on hold. I don't care that it's December. In fact, I want people that are going to sign up in December because they want to make change because like I'm, I'm not going to do what the average person does, which is wait until January and then feel crap about myself to start the year. Absolutely not. Um, but it'll be coming. So that's all. I hope this has been somewhat useful and I know it's uh, a way of thinking and a bit of a pep talk that helps me and there will certainly be more of this coming.